I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's. I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club. Opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with Recapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's your host, Donica, on this broadcast of Recapture. And we're sitting with. We're sitting with Monica. She is uh, our person that we look to for information and expertise. So she's going to be on the broadcast with us. Welcome, Monica. Well, Twin, thank you so much for having me. I know the last time I was here in your broadcast, I got caught seeing Twin a couple of times. So I'll keep that as a note and uh, call you Miss Donica. I am so glad to be here. Now, you said you weren't going to say good morning because everybody says good morning, but uh, good morning to you and to our listeners this morning. I think it's important that we just start off with prayer and just welcome God into our conversation this morning and uh, just have a, a great time. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for a time to be here with you and to be with our listeners. We ask that you let your Holy Spirit come and cover us and we welcome you into this place. We welcome you into the atmosphere for ourselves and for our listeners and that we just have a vigorous and have a love-filled conversation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Whenever we get started, we're going to just talk a little bit We, for our recap. We recap what we talked about on last week. And we had a really um, vibrant conversation. Essence did her poem, Are You Listening? We talked about how she did that poem when she was 12 years old. It's my favorite piece from her. So let me go ahead and give the plug for my daughter, Essence Monet. Reach out to reach out to us if you want Essence to be a part of, of anything that you're doing for youth or anything in the community. She is a spoken word artist. Go back to kkht.com, click programs, and then podcast. Look for the Recapture Radio Program and listen to last week. She did an awesome job with recapture. If you want to, with um, on recapture with a uh, her poem that's called "Are You Listening?" If you want to get more information on what we're doing in the community with the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration, go to our website www.psdiamondcelebration.com. Last week we were talking about what's going on. In the community, it is election season. It's our election cycle. I kind of shared with everyone how I've been feeling as an African-American Christian voter. And I just point blank said I just feel like there's no place or no party for an African-American woman right now. There's so many topics, so many conversations. Uh, 
but there's I don't know I feel like there's not a lot of unity but you're here with expert mm-hmm. information twin yes and yes it's okay because I call you twin it's the, we've been saying that since we was little kids yes. hey twin hey twin so that's my twin it's okay even on a professional program like Recapture you're my twin and so we, we talked about how national international leaders have conversations about the Black Lives Matter movement and I I I, I said, well, I don't support that platform. That's not true. If you read the fine print or what they're speaking on, I do not support that. But I certainly understand and am connected to and support and embrace the message of people that are in hurting, that are in a hurting place and need answers. So whether you're saying Black Lives Matter, the Movement, yes, so why people have a heart that they do and have hurt. I think that no matter what your background or your race is, you have to have a heart for the people. Right. And we're going to be talking about those things today. Right. Just a little bit on that in terms of Black Lives Matter, what you would say is that you do support Black Lives Matter because Black Lives do matter in terms of systemic racism. Uh, police brutality and so forth but as an organization maybe that's what you're meaning that organization itself some of the platforms don't agree with what you're saying yeah some of the platforms I don't agree with I read the fine print that's Mm -hmm. what I mean okay so we're just going to go ahead and jump in and we always give news and I I talk about okay in the in the news it's been the same things every week this is the election COVID-19. Last week, I switched it up, and we're going to give the good news from God's Word. And so that is coming from 1 John 4, 7 through 10. This is God's Word. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not know God, because God is love. And this... The love of God was made manifest among us that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Glory to God. Amen. So what we want to talk a little bit about today is what we would call, uh, if we had a title, we would call our conversation Love. Uh, love and politics. Can you love people and be on a different side or an opposing side of the conversation? Yes, yes. So I, I would think you can, especially as being like-minded believers. Can you love somebody that you don't agree with? I think you certainly can. I think you certainly can. I don't know that's, that is always what we are seeing being exhibited right now. So I think it's a great conversation to have. Love and politics, and we are here giving a Christian perspective, but how do we get through all of the emotions that's going on with the election? They said already 80-something million people have already voted. Wow. The election is coming up on Tuesday, so how do we navigate these emotions and everything that people are feeling right now? The first thing I would say in navigating your emotions is a lot of us, we're on social media all day. You're scrolling all day. You're looking all day. You're complaining all day. You're arguing all day. So the first thing I would say is uh, how would you get through your emotions is to do something I learned in my corporate environment this week. Uh, Avoid doom scrolling. 
doom scrolling. You're doing it already. Okay, what's that? So it's important to stay informed, uh, but sometimes looking at the news or social media is less about staying informed and more about dwelling on the bad. What did that guy say in the press conference? Yuck. Hey, there's a doom there's a term for it. It's called doom scrolling. What? What is doom scrolling? Pay attention to how you're feeling while you're watching the news or checking social media. Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling angry? Are you like, I don't believe what that guy's saying? When you said, Are you feeling angry? <laughs> I'm laughing because I you can't see my face, but I was like, I felt a little yes, yes yeah, because it's the truth. It resonated with me. Yes, because people are like ah oh, blah 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 blah. Uh, are you getting news? Are you getting informed? Are you getting angry? Mm. Are you getting angry? And are you using the information to propel your anger? You know, getting on this site, getting on this website, getting on this post. Just I would tell you personally, I make a point of looking at varying opinions. I watch this news channel and I watch the other news channel. And they can have the same bit of facts and they're going to present it two different ways. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that later on. Uh, what's the best way to look at the news? We'll talk about that in a little bit. But when you're doom scrolling, is your body getting tense? Is the information you actually f- find Uh, Are you just needlessly scrolling? And so the number one thing you want to do to get through your emotions, uh, and and this is going to be the word I'm going to say, avoid those emotions that are going to rile you up. So number one, avoid that doom scrolling. Uh, Find ways to take positive actions. Like you did, Miss Donica, in forming the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration, you took a negative life experience that we had and you created a positive Organization and you took positive actions that's touching and impacting women's lives, that's what you could do. Find ways to take action, positive action. Anxiety can come from worrying and about the worst possible scenario or outcome that's outside of your control. Instead, focus on what you can control. What can you control? You can vote. You can vote. Um, you can make a voting plan. I made a voting plan. For my corporate work, I took the days off for voting. Didn't know if the lines were going to be long or what. I didn't know if I would end up missing my corporate hours at work, so I just took the day off. Another part of that voting plan was I got my sample ballot. And uh, not voting blindlessly, just clicking clicking the D's or R's because they're D's or R's or I's or L's. Uh, I got my ballot in advance to study the candidates. Oh, so, you've been doing your work and doing your homework. Yeah. So you're just not speaking words. You actually, these are things that you're living by right now. Yes. I really made it a point to print that ballot out, do the research at Harris County uh, Voter Registration website. Um, so number one is don't doom scroll. Number two is to take action Make positive action. Number three, practice self-care. I am a self-care person. I get massages and all that, and not just because I want to give the massage therapist my 125 bucks, but because I really enjoy that environment with the quiet music and the running water and releasing the stress from my body. Some other ways that you could do uh, positive self-care is to limit your social media. That's a positive self-care. Because if you know you're going to get angry, upset, mad, you know, you guys don't curse, but cursing and all that, stop being <laughs> on social media. That, that's a part of your self-care practice. 
uh, limit yourself to how often you're watching the news. Get the information document which you need to move on. That's what my pastor said at church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He said you do need the news, but give it one hour. I, I will be say I would say in a transparent moment, no. I know I'm watching about two hours of news a day because it's two programs. I want to watch this one. I want to watch that one. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm watching about two hours of news per day. But it is true what you said, Monica, that it's the same statistics, the same facts, but often there could be a different spin. So we have to have a Christ-centered perspective when we're looking at the news and the information. But I'm not sitting down with the Bible and say, let me let me turn the page. Let me see what, what he say. You know, I honestly am not at lining it up with um, with the scriptures. So you do have to use whatever time you determine is enough for you today. We're going to talk about this a little bit more, but that's not true about you. So when we were younger, whenever something would happen, you would say, what does the word say? And we were younger in our teens and 20s. Yeah, and I remember, remember that, arguing yeah. about something or whatever. And you said, what does the word say? So you may not be seeking out the scripture. Oh, let me go get my online Bible. But <laughs> what I know of you, the word is going to rise up in you about the matter. Yeah. I and think I think so that's, that's the, another form of Maybe not at the moment, but it is. Like yeah, because at say, the moment self-care. you get mad like all the other people. Yes. I think what we should do in a form of uh, self-care is something I really practice as well. It's quiet time and meditating. I was going to say that about you, Torian, because you, Monica. I was going to say that you do that every day. And even the kids, uh, she's auntie to my children. And they're like, Amy's having her quiet time. Their moment that you're doing every, every day, every day. So you do have that moment that you dedicate to yourself, to reflection, to study, really, really, really study. So that is true. That is part and of your I, self-care. I would, um, in terms of those getting through the emotion practice, that... Uh, that quiet time, that meditating time, that's gonna bring that should bring you back to yourself and it should bring you back to the scriptures where you're knowing uh arguing with your people on social media, it should bring you to a place of conviction. Because I know sometimes when I'm in my quiet space, I go, dang, I shouldn't have did that. And if you are bringing yourself to that quiet place, that place of me, uh, studying, that place of meditation, the word should rise up in you and say, hey, I'm not going to fight with the Dems. I'm not going to fight with the Republicans. That's not a good godly witness. So for those people that need a little bit of help in that area, what's the answer? The answer is love. The answer is love. Love in politics. Uh, John 13, 34 through 35 says, uh, A new command I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you. You must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another... That is so important. What is so key here is that not only within our Christian fellowship, but people not in the fellowship will know that we are Jesus' disciples. Do the people on your timeline know that you are a disciple? Because you're arguing with the Dems and you're arguing with the Republicans. Because you're discrediting them verbally, aggressively, angrily. I think that this, what I was uh, thinking about this week is, you know, the election is on Tuesday and so many people have already voted, but we don't want there to be so much 
animosity and hurt and lack of unity because I've been watching the news, okay, and one person said, after election day, somebody going to be mad, you know, so we want to be rooted and grounded and listen, let's just let's just be real about it. Sometimes when people are talking, they say, oh, I, I responded this way. I responded in love. And sometimes you want to look like, really? But this is applicable because this is the word of God. So at the end of the day, after Election Day, we still have to be united in the body of Christ. Last week I talked about that, how I have a heavy heart. Because I know that as a Christian person, we're saying, oh, what are the issues? We're for life. We believe in the traditional standard of marriage. We believe that the man is the head of the household. Uh, We have all of these things. But I don't see anybody putting on the platform, for real, for real, my brothers and sisters in Christ, without just being passive about it. Oh, are you putting it? Because this. I'm going to say no to you. I'm going to say no to you. You have a platform. No, no. What I'm saying is, as a part of the platform, I do. That's why we're on the radio. Recapture. We we speak life. We're on a journey. Recapture means to recover things that have been lost or stolen. The enemy will come into your life and say, oh, you've been a drinker. You've been on drugs. Your mama did this. Your daddy been in prison and you don't have a place. Well, that's a lie. Jesus has come that we can have life and have it more abundantly. But I'm saying for me as a Christian woman, I I just feel I said this last week. Go listen to the podcast, okay? Uh, so I said this last week that where is the platform for people being downright outraged about racism or saying, "Oh, that's just a word; it really don't exist." Oh, uh, they just oh my goodness! Somebody said we black people just be complaining. Oh my God, did you hear that? Somebody said that black people just be complaining. <laughs> what? Yeah, I did. So I'm just saying, I I love the Lord. I I I'm on this platform because this is where I want to be, and I want to share the message of recovery in this audience, in this sphere. So let me say this about that though. What what about? Uh, I know you mean organizational platforms to go out and reach the disenfranchised, the poor, the widow. That's what the scripture calls us to do. But I'm gonna say this: raise a platform of prayer. When we look at some of the reactions from both sides, Christian Democrats and Christian Republicans, uh, you cannot be praying about this thing if you can get riled up so much like that. You can have a varying or differing opinion, but this is the platform I would say that we should raise in our own individual lives, and that will help us to take action, a platform of prayer. What about righteous indignation? People say, oh, I'm having righteous indignation. What about that? Righteous indignation does not bring about hate. Oh, wow. Um, You can despise the sin, but even Jesus loved the sinner. Righteous indignation does not bring about hate. That's what we were saying, that how you know that you are my disciples by your love one to another. Uh, Let's say this. Y'all get your your Instagram saved. Get your (laughs) Facebook saved. Get your Twitter account saved. Raise a platform of prayer for yourself. And love, like we're talking about today. In love. In love. If how many people you're reaching personally through your social media, Facebook, without a business or pro, a larger profile, you can have up to, I think, 5,000 friends if you're not a big entity. So 5,000 people. Now, there's algorithms in there as to how many people you're really reaching on your timeline. But even if you use the algorithm, if you have a discipleship 
timeline? How many people are you individually touching? I've done it too, you know, argue back and forth with somebody and the Lord convicted me and now I got to raise up some love on my platform. You know what I mean? So how about if your lifestyle is just a lifestyle of love overall? Let me go back to a couple of things here in that scripture when um, Jesus said, I have a new command. The word command is the original. The love is to love like God loves. And how does God love? Uh, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet Republicans, while we were yet Democrats, while we were yet Independents, while we were yet Libertarians, we had a saving God. And so I would say if we love one another in our platforms, in our social media, in our neighborhoods, in the grocery stores, you won't have so many YouTube videos of people arguing and fighting won't have so much arguments on your social media timeline. Share love in real life, too, not just online, but with your neighbors, with the people who treat you in restaurants and in the grocery stores. Uh, We're called to love as disciples, and that's what we should do. I want to read a scripture here. This is Matthew 5, 43 through 48. Before you do, uh, Monica, I want to talk about the scripture you just said, Romans uh, 5 and 8, it says why we were still sinning. And what is so significant about that is it didn't say that Christ uh, loved us when we finished sinning. It said while we were still sinning, it said Christ died for us. And so I know that we have a, a mandate from the Word of God of how we should live but it's also appropriate or it's timely to have compassion for other people because we have our checklist. We're praying for the peace of Jerusalem, praying for Israel, where we are, uh, we're for life. And yes, we can show love to people that, that may not know the answer, that are making permanent decisions based on temporary circumstances. The word says when we've done it to the least of these, we've done it unto him. And so we can do that by offering compassion by, I won't say put myself in that person's shoes because you can't, you know, you really can't because when the person is going through it at the moment. But we are talking about love and politics and we love encompasses having compassion too. And I know you said you're going to read Matthew 5, 43, so go ahead. I would say that, you know, in the, your point to not put yourself in another person's shoes, you you can have a sense of empathy for them, compassion, sympathy, and and what they're going through, and that's that's what love will help us to do. Um, I wanted to read Matthew five forty three through forty eight. You have heard that it was said, "Love your neighbor, and hate your enemy," but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are you not even a tax collector who does that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even the pagans do that. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. And that's Matthew five forty three. 48. Yes, amen and amen. As we always say, show the people love. That is what we are 
talking about this week on Recapture Love and Politics. When we when you've done it to the lesser group, when you've shown love to someone that you may not understand, we're going to the polls. Eighty something million people have already voted, but some people are gonna be waiting and voting on election day. And show the love of Christ. Take your pat compassion. Take the peace of God with you. I don't know where you're voting at. I don't know if they're going to be long lines. But just remember that we are taking Christ with us into the arena and sharing a powerful message of love. And as we end the broadcast, I say thank you, Monica, so much for giving us your biblical view, your Christian perspective on politics and just bringing an eloquent voice to the program recapture today. We always end with a tip for the journey. I'm going to be reading from Matthew 5 and 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I'm Donica. I'm Monica. This is Recapture. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at the PSDiamondCelebration.com. Until next time.